We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I cover an article that's written for the Baptist News by an author by the name of Mark Winfield, who calls parents who want to keep pornography out of our public schools Christian nationalists. This is shameless shilling for the left and nothing else. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's Rebellion. Thanks for listening into the show. Today's topic, as I said in the introduction, is an article written for the Baptist News by an author named Mark Winfield. I don't know this man. I just read the article. I posted it in my social media. The title of the article, as I said, is It's Time to Stop the Insanity That is Killing Public Education. Again, The Baptist News, February 7th, 2022. This author calls parents who simply want pornography taken out of our public schools. It calls parents who are concerned about images that are being pushed upon minors. Images such as Maia Kababi's Gender Queer book, which has graphic pictures. And forgive me, I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to try to be civil and sane here in the description of these pictures. But Miaya excuse me, Maia Kababi, Maia Kababi's book, Gender Queer, has graphic pictures of an adult male giving oral sex to a minor, to a boy. And that's not it. There's a lot more in there. Graphic pictures. Now, when I say graphic, I mean drawings, not photographs. Graphic drawings, pictures of this type of thing in the book, Gender Queer. This is one of the books that the Virginia moms were up in arms over, now, these Virginia moms weren't just conservative Christians. They were good mothers who said, no, that is not education. You're not going to peddle that porn on my child. This should be illegal. And in fact, when some of these parents tried to actually read from these books at school board meetings, they were stopped and told that it was inappropriate, that the content of the books was inappropriate because there were children present in the school board meetings. If that isn't the definition of irony. I don't know what is. An angry mom or an angry dad can't read from the book in a school board meeting because it's inappropriate and people are uncomfortable with what's being read, but yet these books are being made available in our public school libraries and they're being defended by some school superintendents, many school teachers, and the teachers' unions and the National Association of School Boards. Maia Kababi's book, Gender Queer. Now, if you don't believe what I'm saying, just go Google it. Go Google that. Whatever search engine you use, go search for Maia Kababi's Gender Queer. And one or two clicks in, you'll, I've proved my point. I will have proven my point. This is the kind of stuff that if I were to post it out there, or if you were to post it out there, you could rightfully 
be fearful of having an FBI agent show up on your doorstep because of you being engaged in child porn. But yet, your schools are carrying this material in their school libraries. Let's take a break, and when I get back, I'll share with you a little bit, just a little bit out of this article by this guy by the name of Mark Wingfield for the Baptist News, February 7th, 2022. And I'm also going to share with you a common-sense courageous response by one of the heroes, Senator Rob Standridge here in Oklahoma, who has had the spine and the courage and the moral clarity to stand in the face of this nonsense, even though he is being berated and maligned by the left. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, so welcome back to The Rebellion. So this article in the Baptist News, again titled, It's Time to Stop the Insanity That is Killing Public Education, an opinion piece written by Mark Wingfield. I have no idea who this guy is other than he's clueless. Here's some of what he says. There's a very loud minority of parents who want to conform entire school systems to their narrow ways of seeing the world. Parents who want their kids educated in the world that hasn't existed since Little House on the Prairie are desperate to divert taxpayer funding from public schools to support their sectarian private schools, and they are not willing to pay the price for their isolationism. They are like parents who micromanage and berate the coaches on the Little League teams because they know better than the coaches how the game should be played. The examples of the insanity in this debate today are numerous, too numerous to count, including book banning and the made-up hullabaloo about critical race theory and the bogus fears about transgender athletes. But for today, look no further than my home state of Oklahoma, where Republican State Senator Rob Standridge has introduced a bill that would allow people to sue teachers if they offer an opposing view to the religious beliefs held by students. That's what this guy writes. Now, I could spend show after show picking apart the fallacious argument that he just presented. Hullabaloo about critical race theory in other words, he's implying that it isn't taught when we know that it is. Okay, and you also know that it's illegal to now teach in Oklahoma that one race is inferior to another race. It's illegal to teach students to judge people by the color of their skin rather than the content of their character. It's now illegal in the state of Oklahoma to be a racist, to teach students, to look at other students, through the racial lens in a, in a negative way to look at one group of people because of the color of their skin or the way they look or their origin, their national origin or whatnot, to look at them in a negative way and to tell other students that they should view that particular group of students, that particular kind of person as being negative, as being at fault as a group for all that ails us. Because that's just the way they are. They all look the same. So you should judge them the same way. And that way should be negative. That is critical race theory. And that's illegal in the state of Oklahoma. And it should be illegal. But this guy apparently thinks that's just hullabaloo. And he, he actually says, he actually says that the fears about transgender athletes are overblown and inflated? Really, tell that to the girls 
the female athletes that have to have biological men in their locker rooms and in their showers and in their bathrooms. Tell that to the girls who are giving up their scholarships and their spot on the team to a boy who wants to pretend that he's a girl. Tell them that it's overblown and inflated. This guy is clueless. This guy is nuts. This guy is arrogant. He's poorly informed, but he thinks otherwise. And you want to talk about insanity. He uses that word over and over again in his article. His argument is insane because the definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Our educational establishment has been controlled by the state, by the government, for decades, decades after decades of having control over, the, over our progeny, over the teaching, over the inculcation of ideas into the next generation of American citizens has resulted in what? It's resulted in people not understanding biology. It's resulted in people actually arguing that mathematics is racist and that two plus two equals four is a product of white supremacy. I'm not making this up. They're actually making this argument now. They're actually teaching our students that there is no such thing as an objective female or an objective male. That maleness and femaleness is a social construct. It's not a biological reality. One article I just read yesterday says that 40% of Gen Zers, 40%, that's four zero, 40% of Gen Zers now identify as LGBTQIA. Can you believe that? Why? Why do they... Why are they so confused? Why can't they look in the mirror and recognize that what's looking back at them is a boy or a girl, a man or a woman? Why are they so confused? Do you think that maybe our schools are culpable in creating this confusion? They can't wash their hands of this. And as I wrote uh, a year or so ago, when you teach lechery, you're going to get lectures. For decades, we've teach, been teaching young men how to use a condom, and we've ignored the fact that we should be teaching the Ten Commandments or maybe maybe just teach them to be men and of character, to control themselves. But no, we teach them how to use a condom rather than dare talk about the Ten Commandments or just the basics of being men of character. And we're surprised that we've got Matt Lowers and Harvey Weinstein's and the Me Too movement. Our schools can't wash their hands of this. But this guy comes out and rails against conservative parents, whether you're Christian or not, conservative parents, for not wanting this crap pushed on your kids, minors, in elementary school. Have you heard of the drag queen story hour, Mr. Wingfield? Have you heard of the fact that biological boys are stealing girls' sports and scholarships and court time and showers and bathrooms? Have you heard about any of this? Have you heard about Maia Kabobis, or is it Kababy? Maia Kababy's book, Genderqueer, where there are graphic pictures in the book of oral sex, an adult male giving oral sex to a boy. That's okay with you? You think that should be in our public schools? Don't deny it. It's there. And how about... Toni Morrison's book, The Bluest Eyes. The Bluest Eyes. Go look that one up. And again, one click in, just, just in your search engine, type 
Toni Morrison, The Bluest Eyes, comma, graphic rape scene. And you will be able to read nearly a full page description in the book of a father raping his daughter. Of incestuous rape. And these people are defending this. They're defending this, and they're accusing you and Rod Standridge, Senator Rod Standridge, of being a white supremacist, a Christian nationalist, of wanting to return America to the days of Little House on the Prairie. That's what they're arguing right now. This ad hominem attack of labeling you, this straw man fallacy of building up this image of conservatives as clueless rubes who just want to impose your religion on everybody else. You want a, a theocracy. You don't want religious freedom. You want to tell everybody else that they have to live within the boundaries of your Christian faith. That's crap. That's nonsense. Believing in the values of the Constitution is not a negative people. Believing that 2,500 years, 3,000 years of the Judeo-Christian ethic, of the Ten Commandments being a good thing and not a bad thing, and teaching our students, our progeny, that thou shalt not kill, that thou shalt not covet, that thou shalt not lie. Teaching our young people those values isn't necessarily bad. Do you want to teach them the opposite? Apparently so. Do you want to teach them to covet? Do you want to teach them to engage in adultery, sexual infidelity? Do you want to teach them to lie, to cheat, to steal? Do you want to teach them to be selfish and demand that what everybody else has needs to be and must be yours too, whether you've worked for it or not? That's what we're talking about right now. And let's say one of these books comes up like uh, Maia Kababi's Ginger Queer that I've already described, or Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eyes. Let's say that you're a parent and one of these books comes up and you see that your child has been exposed to it, either in the classroom or it's being featured in the library. You're concerned about it. Well, Senator Rob Standridge proposed a bill that gave you the right, as a parent, to go to the school and ask them to remove it. And your request would be considered for up to 30 days. You, you could make the request, and the school then has 30 days to respond to your request, yes or no. Will they remove it or not? You tell them why, like it's got graphic images of an adult male giving oral sex to a boy. That's why I want it removed. Or... In Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eyes, it actually has a full-page description, a salacious description of a father raping his daughter. That's why I want it removed. The school has 30 days to respond, and if they respond no, you then have the right to take the case to a court. And the court, the judge, will hear the case and make a ruling on the basis of what any person thinks is reasonable, personal reasonableness. That would be the context, and that's the context in which a lot of these things are decided. 
what any reasonable person would consider pornography. The judge would consider your complaint within that context. And if the judge rules in your favor because the school wouldn't remove the book, then you have the right to sue the school for not complying with the law and the judge's ruling. Does that sound insane? Because that's what Mr. Wingfield is calling insane. That's what he's maligning. That's why he's calling Senator Standridge a white supremacist and a Christian nationalist. Simply because you don't want this garbage being imposed on your kids. Simply because you don't want it being featured in the school library. Simply because you ask them politely to remove it. They had 30 days by law to consider your request. They denied your request. Therefore, you took it to court, and the judge ruled in your favor based on what any person would reasonably consider to be pornography and said, yeah, you're right. This stuff shouldn't be there. In fact, if you were posting it out there and promoting it out there in your social media, you rightfully would be subject to an FBI investigation for peddling Kitty porn. If that's the judge's ruling, then you can sue. And you can hold the teachers and the school accountable for violating the law. Child pornography laws. And these people are coming unglued that Senator Standridge would have the audacity to, su- to suggest such a thing. This, ar- this article and this author... In the Baptist News, it's little more than a shameless shilling for the nihilistic pablum that now passes as education in our public schools. And I say this, thank the Lord we still have a few leaders like Oklahoma's Senator Rob Standridge who have the spine to call this kind of writing what it is. Nonsense. Not only Wingfield's writing, but Kababi's writing. In Tony Morrison's writing, call it what it is. Now, the interesting thing is I posted this on my Facebook and said essentially what I just said on this show. And I had a woman that responded immediately. On my Facebook, I didn't invite her. She chose to engage in my Facebook thread. I'm not trolling her. I don't even know who she is. I've never posted one thing back on her Facebook page. I've only responded to the thread on mine. I'm not even going to share her name with you. Let's call her Linda Smith. She actually said this. This was her response. She's a school teacher in Oklahoma. And she said, well, actually, she posted a quote from somebody else. But I assume because she posted it that she agreed with it. So this is what she said. If you want to ban books with nudity and incest and genocide, I have some news to tell you about what is in the Bible. <laughs> oh, my land. I, uh, I responded and said, well, you know, the last I knew, the Bible didn't have graphic pictures of adult men giving oral sex to young boys. Her response was, well, that's ridiculous. I don't know of anybody who's teaching that kind of thing. And I... What rock are you living under? Have you not watched the news? Have you not paid attention to the debate in Virginia and across the nation with regard to these books? How could you not know that Maya Kababi's book, Gender Queer, 
is greatly controversial and that many school systems across the nation, apparently even, even here in Oklahoma, Norman Public Schools, for example, are still defending the book. And then she dodges that. When I bring up the graphic pictures of Maya Kababi's book, she dodges it. This Linda Smith dodges the issue, won't even address it, won't even acknowledge that checkmate. Yeah, you've been had on that one. Then she posts a link to the bluest eye by or the bluest eyes by Toni Morrison. Promoting that book. And oh my. <laughs> You're actually defending this book? A, a, a book that has a graphic scene of a father raping his daughter? Why in the world would you respond by posting that? That somehow that's better than Maya Kababi's book? So you won't even acknowledge or you won't even say anything negative about Maya Kababi's book, Gender Queer, and the graphic pictures. But your response is to double down and give me a link to Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eyes? She responded. Linda Smith responds and says, my point is that there are themes in this book. She's referring to Toni Morrison's book right now that have literary value. And we should not censor the entire book. People, this book has a full page salacious description of a father raping his daughter. One of my followers on Facebook, she responded to Lori Smith's or Linda Smith's, whatever I just said, I'm giving her a pseudonym here. She responded and said, are you crazy? <laughs> there are a thousand good literary value books in the world without pushing sexual deviancy on our children. Spot on. Spot on from one of my followers. Another follower said, you know, there's a huge difference in the Bible's point of view regarding nudity and incest and whatnot. The Bible may describe these things as being bad. It doesn't go into salacious detail about them. It says, yeah, they did happen. It was a bad thing that they happened. You might want to teach your kids differently. In fact, teach them the values that are promoted in the Bible rather than the descriptions of the evil that the Bible does disclose to us. There's a difference between proscriptive literature and prescriptive literature, and the school teacher apparently doesn't understand that. I go on and I try to challenge this woman. She then gets angry at me, and she tells me to get off my high horse. <laughs> she, she actually says that. Uh, and then she says, you're, you're, you're trying to censor books because of a few lines of uncomfortable verbiage. That's her defense. After I point out that her argument is historically wrong and logically flawed and you're not attending to the truth here, the reality of what's in our schools. And if you really are this clueless and you don't know this stuff is going on, then you might want to listen to the people in this thread and attend to the facts that porn exists in your schools rather than pretending it doesn't and then trying to defend yourself by citing porn, Toni Morrison's book, and then saying it just contains a few lines of uncomfortable verbiage. Really? 
Really. I just told you that a graphic and extensively detailed description of a father raping his daughter exists in this book, and you respond by saying it's just a few lines of uncomfortable verbiage? Oh, here, here's an idea. Here's an idea for this woman, Linda Smith. How about you do this? Go read The Bluest Eyes, lengthy description of the rape, and then go to Queer Genders, multiple pictures of oral sex and homosexuality. And then what I want you to do is I want you to post them. I want you to post them on this thread, this Facebook thread, as a defense of your position. I want all the world to see what it is that you're defending. Because that's what we're talking about here. The people that are standing against you, the people who are arguing against your position and Wingfield's position in the Baptist News, know what's in these books. We've done our research. We know And we're the ones that are willing to say, look at this, read this. In fact, we are going to force you to look at it. We're going to force you to listen to it as we read it to you and show it to you in school board meetings. And you all are saying, no, no, we're going to plug our ears. It's too awful. But yet you're still pushing it on our kids. So I want you to stop the talk and just post this stuff in this link, in this thread right now. And I want you to see what happens. And then I said, I'm willing to bet the farm that you won't do it. And there's a reason why. And you know what that reason is. It's indefensible. You'll lose the argument if you do. Plus, you're rightfully concerned that you could have a knock on your door from the police, the sheriff, the FBI for posting child pornography in social media. She ignored that. She, w- she just dodged it. She just dodged it. And there's a reason why. The reason why she dodged it is because she has to distract. She has to dance. She has to go down a rabbit trail. Because staying on task focusing on the facts of what's offensive in these books and what's wrong in these books and why these books are teaching your kids terrible things, exposing your kids to terrible ideas, terrible images, terrible behavior. And that's why we have concerns about it, whether we're Christian or not. That's why we have concerns about it. And we should be thankful for Rob Standridge for standing in the way and saying, you have the right to sue people if they promote this stuff, especially if the judge is found in your favor. Support Rob Standridge, call him and thank him. In times of universal deceit, and this argument from this teacher and others like Wingfield are deceptive, they're deceitful. It's universal deceit. Truth is the only rebellion left and expose the facts. Force them to attend to these pictures and attend to these graphic, salacious descriptions of stuff like incestuous rape. Force them to defend that as being good literature. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.